Hello and welcome to Knitting Shop Live, the podcast recorded live and unscripted by your favorite knitting gals. We are your hosts, Brianna, Kathy, and Natalie. And a huge thanks to our listeners for joining us today. Um, so today we're actually going to be chatting about the Olympics. So now it's time to grab a drink and listen up because we're about to get started. So uh, hi, everybody. Hi. <laughs> Um, like, like we always do, we should definitely share what's on our needles this week. And, um, I, I guess I'll go first. Well, I have a a little bit of a problem because I see you two knitting and I have nothing in my hands right now because I just finished a whole pair of socks last night. Oh, wow. (laughs) So this actually was my Olympic knitting over the weekend. Um, but I, I'm done. They're for John. They came out really nice. Um, I'm excited for him to wear them to keep his feet warm at work. Um, I don't have anything on needles right this second. I think tomorrow I'll have some time I can sit down and I have a list of things that I would like to work on um, and get started. It's just a matter of if I have those materials in my house. Um, So definitely next week, I'll have something new to talk about. Yay fantastic great job and they are so good looking again i only wish that um zoom our our, our podcast what what are we doing right now our podcast could be visible to everybody because now they're so good looking all right brianna i just want to call out you made two of something i did and i like they match too like they're the same length and width and everything they look amazing you did great i'm so proud of you it Your pair of socks. Totally busted. Brianna can do too. I can. <laughs> That's cool. All right. So on my knitting needles, well, I'm going to just tell you, I did finish the hats for my neighbor across the street. Nice. Her birthday is coming this week. So I'm so excited about them. I can't wait to give them to him as a book. So it is the same. Well, it's three things I'm still knitting on. Ed's cardigan, which is not lingering anymore. I bound off the body today. I'm picking up the neckline right now or the bands. And then I do have sleeves to do, but you know, it's the Olympics. I can't wait to talk about them. I guess I found some time to knit while I was watching. That's number one. Number two is the Gladys heel top socks. I'm continuing to work on those. They're my thinking knitting. So the nights that I'm watching Jeopardy, I pick them up. I feel like smart when I'm knitting them. (laughs) They're my thinking knitting. And then- I started um, a pair of mittens for me, which has been on my list. And I, I just have to tell you, I'm blending things. So of course I'm blending the ultra wool with the Ariel mohair. Mm-hmm. I love it. And I'm blending the pattern. I love the fit of the world's simplest mittens. Mm-hmm. And I love the look of the ghostwood mittens with the cable. Yeah. So I blended the pattern of ghostwood into the design of this world simplest mittens and I finished Yay. one already and I love it so wow very cool you'll have to show us pictures of that I should have brought them upstairs but oh well that's very cool all right that's my knitting I'm done all right so for me I am working on my um strange brew sweater I am pretty far that's my oh my ribbing. gosh and then this is the body um, so I'm probably like six inches into the body and I'm hoping to get up to my underarm in the next like week or so. 
join it all together. And I got the rest of my yarn for the yoke. So I'm good to go. Oh my gosh. I'm going to wear this sweater before it gets warm guys. Actually my goal, I'm, I'm making it right now and I'm sticking to it. My goal is to wear this sweater on my birthday in March. Okay. I you love that. Four weeks. Mm-hmm. We can do it. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're done the sleeves already. So you're After pretty battle. much already halfway done a whole sweater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. It's great. Awesome. Nice job, ladies. Well, should we jump into our topic then? Let's sure. do it. So um, we're talking a little bit about the Olympics. Um, so I, I know we chatted a little about this last week, but about what our favorite sport is, Olympic knitting, what we're watching. I think I heard some stuff about the opening ceremonies of fashion too. Is that right, Kathy? Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. So how should, how should we play this one this time? Well, we always do well with the round robin, but let's let's do it in reverse because since you're the host, yeah. how about we do it in reverse of the alphabetical order, which means Natalie goes first. I still get to be second. <laughs> All yeah, right. I like that. This is going to be hard, but let's do it. <laughs> I know. We'll be out of, we'll be out of place, I'm sure. <laughs> so what are we starting with, Brianna? Um, let's start, since the opening ceremonies open, the Olympics, um, did we get a chance to see any of the fashion that happened? So I did not, but I'm sure it was fab. Um, I really wish I had, but for whatever reason, we didn't have them on. So not much help with that one. Okay. So I, I watched a little bit of it cause you know, it, I didn't mention this yet this week, but I'm retired. So I have to tell you <laughs> that it was very exciting on Friday morning to get up and put on the opening ceremonies live. Now I was busy doing other things. So I watched them in the evening, you know, more of it in the evening, mm-hmm. which of course, cause of the time difference, it was, you know, I was seeing it replayed, but the overall fashion of the Olympics was very, I thought it was very subdued, very tasteful. Yeah. A lot of longer length coats for men and women down to their knees. Um, really, really stunning looking. And then, I, I don't mean to be so critical, but then the US came on and I just have to say, I did not care for their apparel. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a little busy. It was very active. It was more, it was very active looking. Um, It was just a little busy. And it dawned on me tonight as I was thinking about our time together to talk. I don't think I saw anything hand in on them, if I'm not mistaken. So I was like, "Hmm, I'm not so sure what I feel about this. So I, I liked most of the countries that had longer line coats. They were very stunning. Yeah. They were a little busy. I, I did not actually watch the opening ceremonies. I, I have no, I didn't know about the Olympics until we talked about it last week and then still forgot to watch a lot of it already. Um, but I did see some things online about, um, everyone's outfits coming in all of like the team wear. And I, I kind of liked the USA outfit. It was very different than everyone else's though. Absolutely. Like there was a couple countries that had like full out, just like ponchos from 
shoulder to knee, below the knee, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, and then other countries had those like parka style jackets. Um, I, I like that look, but you're right. The US, it was definitely more like athletic. I saw that it was a design by Ralph Lauren. Um, so it was very like high-end chic compared to some of the other countries represented there. Um, but I thought, you know, the, everyone's colors were fun. Um, a lot of the countries, like, it was just like them as a flag. I thought that was awesome. <laughs> I think France was one of the ones that really pulled that off. It looked like they put their flag right over their head. It was, but it was a cool look and they billowed in the wind. But um, now I will say not to give the secret away, but I don't think we'll have much more Olympic chat by the, I don't, I'm not sure, but the closing ceremonies though, the closing mm -hmm. ceremonies, they are wearing intarsia knit sweaters. Oh. So I think it's the American flag knitted into it. Um, so that'll be exciting yeah. to see. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I did see, so I, I just looked it up. I actually kind of like them a little bit, but this is um, Ralph Lauren. I also looked this up because I was like, how many years in a row has he designed them? It's been since like 2008 he's designed them. Really? So yeah, I mean, like, I feel like that's a pretty long time. I thought that was kind of cool. And then the other thing I was seeing a lot of on TikTok was the U.S. women's team showing off their bags from Skims, which is Kim Kardashian's line. Oh. So I guess she must have done something for them, which is pretty cool. I hope yeah. I, I hope that's not totally inaccurate. I swear I saw that on the internet. <laughs> I I was just um. What was I watching? Some of them had like wristbands on, like active fit watches that they were like tracking their um, like heart rate and stuff through things. Was that the Olympics or am I like going crazy? Did I do that? Because <laughs> it was a new, a new brand of active watch. All right. I, I must be going crazy, but I saw that too. It was a lot of, and I don't think I've ever noticed before how many um sponsors they have and like the the athletes are wearing like designer outfits to events yeah there's yeah. a lot of sponsors and so i just looked it up skims is the official underwear mm. for the olympians this year all right really? yeah so are you saying skins like skin or skim it's skim skims k-i-m-s and mm -hmm. yeah and by Kardashian, did you say? It's Kim Kardashian's line, I think. Hmm. Yeah, Kim Kardashian's shapewear company. But she does like a lot of, um, like she she started out doing a lot of shapewear. And then now she does like a mixture of like shapewear and loungewear. But she, they gave them like these duffel bags. They're really cute. And I guess it was full of all the stuff that they're supposed to wear. So that's awesome. Pretty cool. Yeah. You know, speaking of memes too, I this was interesting. Last night I was watching the freestyle is called big air. It was the women competing, which was crazy. Like it is freestyle. Um, they're, they were on skis. I don't think it was, I don't think it was boards. Well, now I can't remember, but no, it was a board because on the bottom of one of the boards was Prada. That was, um, because you, you really get a great view and usually it's the ski company. This was Prada. So it's interesting that these designers are putting their name in places where people will see it. So I was like, yeah, oh, I absolutely. I need the board. Very cool. We got some good eyes, good, good visibility. All right. 
That's our chat about fashion. Okay. So let's talk about these Olympic sports because this year I have watched more of the Olympics than I have in any other year I've been alive, I think. And it's only because I have this streaming app, Peacock, it's NBC. It's like $5 a month. And they have just been like pushing the Olympics. And I've been up in the middle of the night every night for the last week. So it's just kind of like on. Sometimes my eyes are open to watch it. Sometimes I'm just listening to them talk about these people. But I have heard of so many of the the sports, all of the um what what are they called? Sports? Yeah, the events. Yeah. yeah. It's so much fun. So what Natalie, what is your favorite or what have you seen so far? So my favorite to watch is always figure skating. I think it's so fun. And I like ice dancing too. Figure skating to me is a little bit more like wow factor because they do a lot of tricks and I think it's just fascinating. I think they're incredible athletes, but I will say I am marrying someone who is really into curling. Chris like straight up belongs to a curling club and like does tournaments um, so we do watch a lot of curling and now that like, I know the specifics, we are really into it. So that's been fun. And also I'm here for speed skating. So I like a lot of things like where you're like on the ice. Yeah. But. That's uh, that is so cool. The whole curling thing. And you know, like Natalie, you just said, once you know the strategy of a sport, mm-hmm. it's, it's even more interesting to watch because you understand <laughs> what that's all about. I guess that's called sweeping when in curling when they're yeah or whatever. You know, I wish people could see what I'm doing with my hands right now, but it, it is fascinating to watch. Um, and I, this must be interesting for the world to listen to knitters talk about sports like we're athletes and we know what we're talking about because <laughs> we don't at all. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, excuse me. So I have really been focused entirely on anything that involves skating or skiing and the individual sports. I was talking with a friend this week and she was mentioning that she likes to watch the individuals compete. Mm-hmm. And I realized I do too. So I'm not watching ice hockey, although I know that the women, um, US women are doing really well in ice hockey, but anything on ice, whether it's speed skating, figure skating, the dancing, the ice dancing, the pairs, I like the pairs. I think they're amazing. And it's been really fun to listen to Tara Lipinski and Jenny Weir. I think that they're, a hoot to listen to their commentary mm-hmm. on the skating um, and then skiing. And again, it could be snowboarding or skiing um, any, because there's such a variety of events within each sport now. Yeah. It's so hard to keep up with like what's going on. I will say the only one I don't like on the slopes is the ones that have the big moguls my knees actually hurt just watching it. I, I just don't know how they do that. Yeah. I don't, I don't even understand what that is for. Like, why would you want to do that? That has to hurt. Like, how do you even prepare for something like that? And it's like their knees bounce up to their chin. Yes. Like, yes. Like, oh my God, you're going to knock your teeth out. Yeah. So that might not be it. But other than that, those are my two biggies that I've been really watching the most. Yeah. I definitely saw um, a lot of the figure skating, I just, the, the music 
choices are really interesting and it's always fun to see like all of the spins and the jumps and all of the tricks I can't imagine I don't I've been on ice skates maybe twice in my life and both times I just fell the entire time so I don't know how these people are jumping or even like going backwards and while still moving in the same direction switch to forward like that is the stuff that blows my mind but I have had the most fun watching the um slope style snowboarding where they like go down there there's three jumps and there's all these like rails and um ramps and things that they can like mess around with while they go down this hill I I watched all of the men's one night and then I caught some like replays of the women's one it is crazy how people just like get on this hill and they're just like okay I'm gonna you know jump onto this roof and grind on the rail and then do like a triple backflip there was this one guy I can't remember what country he was from but he was he's like one of the guys one of the snowboarders that like everybody knew was gonna do awesome and they were expecting a lot from him and he was the only one I saw that did instead of like a spin in the air with the board facing the ground he did an actual like multiple flip in the air like his his head could have hit the ground and he did this flip and it was so high and then he landed perfectly and the crowd was just like cheering and the announcers were like yeah that's that's what we were hoping for like we we were here to see that today I'm like how how do you even practice something like that it blows my mind it blows my mind and my thing too is like I'll be watching it after like you're watching it for like 10 minutes like you're like Ooh, that was a bad landing. Right. Like, oh, that jump was bad. They're going to get points deducted for that, like slip. Yeah. And then like, I just laugh at myself and I'm like, I could never do any of the things that these people no. are doing in a million years. And I'm over here. Like we're here to win gold, not silver. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. And people are getting like deductions or like their score is in red because they landed weird or like their hand hit the ground. I'm like, I if I was them, I would be so distraught about that. Like I, I did this like crazy thing in the air. I hit the ground wrong and I had points deducted for that. Like I'm done. Glad I hit the ground. (laughs) That course also is unbelievable. And the names they have for the different locations, the that like it's the roof of a house. Like yes, it's amazing how they've sculpted the snow is I know and they were saying because it was Beijing they don't they didn't get a lot of snow like I don't know if that's typical for the area um but they had to make all of that snow pretty much and it's hard when it's man-made so a lot of the people that were going down those hills they weren't really prepared for the type of snow that it was because like a lot of our countries, we get enough snow where we don't have to make snow all the time. Um, but because they have to pack it down, it's like it gets really icy and slick. And there's not really a lot of times where you can, you know, stick your your ski pole or your ski or the snowboard. It doesn't like connect with the snow to give you friction. I saw like some videos of people de-waxing their boards and their skis because they needed less 
slippy, right. less slipping. So it, it just, it amazes me. There's like all these physics involved and then people just jump on this board and go down this hill and survive. Like, well, I wouldn't. One board just doesn't seem right. That always freaks me out. Both oh yeah. One board. Ah, no. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed this. And this is what I saw last night too. And, you know, speaking of it's in Beijing, they're very much in the city there. So where they were doing this whole freestyle thing last night, um, it's like basically they put this ski jump thing in the middle of New York City. Yeah. You can see the whole city, you can see nuclear reactors behind them, but that was a little weird. But um, but it's right in a city. It's like wild, so wild. Yeah. It, these Olympics were fun, but let's talk about Olympic knitting. What were you guys knitting while you were watching the Olympics? So I was working on the body of the sweater. I think that's why I was a little bit productive this week on the sweater. Um, but what I do want to start doing this week while we watch is I want to knit the February hat because I'm going to try and stay true to my service project of the year knitting all the months of the Kelborn Woolens hat collection. So I'm going to try that, but there's a uh, provisional cast on. So I might need to pick something slower. I can't watch anything where like things happen in seconds like I'll need something where it's like a long game or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> <I> do that <laughs> hence your sweater but. is perfect like that's the key to the Olympics I think is having the right knitting project yeah that fits the thing but it is interesting look at how much knitting we've gotten done because we're watching the Olympics I think that we should have winter Olympics every other year I know we'll have the summer Olympics but there's something about the winter Olympics and knitting yeah so obviously cozy. I, what's that it's, it's cozy. so cozy yeah really it really is and um so I um I, I definitely I was knitting on Ed's sweater more than I realized so that got to stop just lingering and became an active project and it is amazing that all of a sudden it's just a matter of giving yourself time to sit down pick it up and knit and um the progress that you make because once the olympics is just about well it's really just been a long weekend it started really friday thursday so what are we we're not even a week into it and look at the progress we're all making on our projects yeah for sure this has been ed sweater week yeah and like i said earlier this was my week of the finish the sock so i don't like strangle them to death but um i also spent a lot of time fixing John's mistakes because we were knitting together while watching the Olympics. (laughs) It's, it's been so much fun. I'm so happy he has learned how to knit, but, um, he's got to stop dropping stitches. I don't know how to help him with that. I'm like, you have to figure it out yourself after a while. (laughs) I know, but it is so nice. It's such a great thing. It's just a great thing to see. And Ed does the same thing. He will pick up his knitting. He's knitting the Rambling Rose blanket. I think I told you guys. Oh, yes, he is on his fifth block. Nice. And, uh, but again, it, Brianna, it's the same as you have with Chris, uh, with John, not with Chris, right? <laughs> with John, it is the same deal where um, I fix everything every once yeah. in a while. But and it's okay, you know what? If it keeps them knitting, we'll do it, right? We'll do yes. it. Yes, and they are in the privileged bubble of having us fix their mistakes because there's not many people I would do that for. Yes, exactly. For free at least, right? They, they should know how lucky they are. I'm sure they do. Oh yeah. Um, so, you know, as we were 
this whole Olympics, I was thinking about, I think part of the fun of the Olympics, of course, is having that great mini project, like we said. Do you remember, it was 2010, the Winter Olympics were in Vancouver, and we had our own little knitting Olympics at the shop. Mm-hmm. And we had three different projects and you could decide if you were gold, silver, or bronze, and you had to cast on and bind off, but it was the Vancouver Olympics. And there was a scar, and it was probably one of the most popular projects called the Vancouver Scar. Yes. And it's in Ravelry, I think it's free. And if anybody is listening and doesn't have an Olympic project, go look at the Vancouver scarf. That was yeah. a good one. That's a flashback to 2010 Olympics. Oh gosh. Ooh. All right. Well, I think we went through all three of our mini topics here. Was there anything else that we needed to chat about? No, I think that's it because the Olympics should be starting soon. Um, so it's- yeah, we have to be done in a minute. <laughs> So I think we've covered the topic. Yeah. Any news we should share or can I whisper the topic for our next podcast? I I think we can definitely whisper. I I don't think we have any new news. This new news? Okay. All right. Well, then I will whisper the topic, a new um, segment of our podcast. And they're whispers and sometimes they might have to change, but I think we can do this one. So our podcast next week is going to be talking about Knit Worthy. One of our knitters forwarded to me a podcast to listen to, and it was involving this knit worth, it was involving superstitions. And one of the people who spoke was talking about Knit Worthy. So we're going to have a chat about Knit Worthy. Awesome. Love it. All right. Well, if you like our show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform so more people can find us. And hopefully you finished your drink by now because it's time for us to bind off. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.